Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up on this Thursday edition, we're going to find out why Mike McDonald was the man for the job in Seattle. They go from oldest coach to youngest coach. What does it mean? Also, what does it mean that a head coach leaves college football to be a coordinator in the NFL? We'll discuss. We're going to have another edition of In Case You Missed It. We've got some unfinished business in Detroit. Kelsey versus Tucker. Albert Breer stops by and we'll close up shop with you and you out. It's all yours. Coming up next here two pros and a cup of joe on a thursday fox sports radio now let's get this party started you're listening to fox sports radio you know as the in-laws would say it's two pros and a cup of joe fox sports radio lavar errington brady quinn jonas knox with you you can hang out with us here on the iHeartRadio app and you know you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across this country and no matter where the hell you are making us a part of your thursday morning we appreciate it we will be taking you all the way up until 9 a.m eastern time six o'clock pacific and we will be doing so live from the tirerack.com studios tirerack.com we'll help you get there an unmatched selection fast free shipping free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers tirerack.com the way tire buying should be my in-laws would say hi yeah hello <laughs> hello son. johnson yes well that's their last name is it really yeah no <laughs> kidding the johnsons all right good guess jonas yeah hey, that's what i do well, way to go johnson always factual um I'll I'll say this, man. I'm sure glad I didn't gamble on which coaches were going to end up where this offseason in the NFL because I would have lost my ass. Yeah, you would have. I would. <laughs> and look, yeah. part part of me wants to blame Albert Breer because we were sure? hearing uh, who was going to go in what place. But we've got another one that has found a landing spot as the Seahawks have hired defensive coordinator from Baltimore, Mike McDonald. He is now the head coach there in Seattle. Reportedly, gets a well, six year deal. And uh, apparently he met with them Tuesday, and then that was the first time they had spoken with him. And then Wednesday he he got the job after a brief meeting again. So they were Hmm. pretty uh, set on him as the guy. They were pretty impressed with what they saw. And I thought it was going to be Dan Quinn. That was the speculation returning back to his roots. But apparently Mike McDonald is the fit, and he's the guy to take over for Pete Carroll. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I find it really interesting um, for a number of reasons. One, you know, another defensive-minded head coach is hired. Hell yeah. We saw Gerard Mayo. He oh, got elevated yeah. up there in, in New England. We saw Antonio Pierce. Mm. Now we got Mike the Mac Danny McDonald. Yeah, um, Mac Daddy. Yeah, Dan Quinn's still out there. He's interviewed for a second time with the Washington uh, Commandos. So there's a chance that, you know, it, it's almost going to be a clean sweep with the exception of a few spots where you had an offensive-minded head coach. So it, I, I, I kind of find that interesting. Um, he's, what, 36 years old, super young, rapid ascent from – being a defensive coordinator at Michigan, doing a tremendous job, then going to Baltimore, doing a tremendous job, now becoming a head coach. And it, it does beg the question for people out there. Like you, if you're the, the you know Seattle Seahawks, obviously we're trying to re- replace you're probably the best coach in your franchise history. Um, how do you go about doing that? You know, Do you go the opposite approach, hire an offensive guy? They elected not to. They hire a young defensive guy. You had Bill Belichick out there. I'm not sure that would have made a lot of sense uh, to bring him in since he'd probably want to have control over everything. Uh, Mike Vrabel was out there. You know, who knows what he would want out of that agreement. But kind of interesting move in the sense of they, they bring in a, a young, hot defensive coordinator. And I, I think it's a good fit. I think, look, this is what helped them get to a couple of Super Bowls and win one is building up that defense. That's what this team needs the most right now. So it makes a lot of sense for a number of reasons. He also coached at uh, at Georgia, and and was a, a a you know, I mean he got got he's got some he's got some experience. I mean he was only you know kind of grad assistant and quality control, but he's been around the pros, he's been around college, he's been around people. You know what I think it is honestly. I think the reason why these people in particular are being these people. These these guys in particular are big. I know, man. I had to check myself. Um, I know. Us. It's us. Us people. You know, defenders. Um, I I think, Yasaha cleaned that up. I I really think it comes down to to what you said um, in part. It's, it's It's the expense. It's the line item. If I can get a younger guy or if I can get an unproven guy, my negotiation is is totally different. Yeah. And their mindset is totally different. If you hear a coach talk that has just gotten an opportunity for the first time, a significant opportunity versus a coach that's already had an opportunity, it's much it's it's a much different conversation. And it's funny cuz I've been dealing with a lot of coaches on on this whole recruiting journey with with my son. It's just different. It's different when you're talking to a younger coach that that's had to really, really like go through driving many, many, many miles to go recruit and go do craziness and this, that, and the other, and and the lengths that they go to in order to just try to create an opportunity versus the ones who have been a head coach, who have have transitioned away from the roots of understanding what the beginning feels like. And and there's a different price tag, right? The the expectation is different. I tell I tell a younger coach, a younger bright eyed coach that that just really really wants the opportunity that we really really want to make you this head coach, but we only can pay you X amount of dollars. They're gonna look at that guy and they're gonna say, "Let's freaking do it. 
let's run it. Because they're basically thinking to themselves, I'm going to do an amazing job and I'm going to get paid on the other side of this. Because that's what they've had to, to do to get to where they are right now. That's the approach they've had to have. Just give me a chance. That's that's the mode they're in. Just give me a chance. And that could be the main reason why we're not seeing some of these other guys that, that have resumes and have tenure and have had success as, as head coaches may not be getting the job. Yeah. Just a possibility. Jonas, what do you think, buddy? You know, I'm going to blame ageism here. You mm. go from the oldest coach in the league to the youngest. Mm. If I was Pete Carroll, I would be offended. Mm. What are you trying to say here? You know, it's like one of those guys who ends up dating somebody 60 years younger than him. Oh, and it's like, point. it's like, what about, uh, you know, your better half that you were with all those years? Like, nah, I got to trade it in for a new model. You know, and now, now you get a 36-year-old. Yeah. McVay was running that block for a while. Now he's older than McDonald's. Now you know, they go from 72 to 36. They cut Pete Carroll in half to hire Dang. a head coach. Dang. Pretty you know, disrespectful. On that note, by the way, I, I sounded really optimistic when I initially talked about Mike McDonald's opportunity there. But my wife's obviously 36 years old. And there's a right. lot of things that I'm like, man, she didn't know this. <laughs> no. Like, I know you're younger than me, but you should probably know this. <laughs> so now, now that I think bang, about bang. it. It's a little concerning. Like, <laughs> I feel like there might be some life knowledge that he maybe needs to apply to his team Dang. in this new position that he just hasn't lived long enough to know yet. <laughs> and I believe he is from Boston as well, too. He is from Boston, yeah. which makes me even more concerned, <laughs> knowing that I'm married to a 36-year-old from Boston. So, Damn. Just saying. Now, now I'm a bit concerned about it. With all this. Uh, yeah, Hard right a... hook back when. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, but yeah, no, that does. Uh, there, Does that not concern you guys as well? It's just, it's really young, man. Like, it's really young. <laughs> I look at her every day, and I'm like, man, glad you look so young. But damn, there's a lot of things that you probably should know by now. <laughs> so, you know, not trying to be doom and gloom there in the division, yeah, I mean, but you know, he needs some help. You, you uh, know what? The, you know what he needs? He needs help. a good old veteran offensive coordinator, like an older guy who's been around the block, maybe even had head coaching experience. That's what he needs. So that way they could lock down the other side of the ball. He could focus on the defense, you know. Who do you recommend? That's a great question. Did you say Mike Munchak was uh, sniffing around yesterday? Was he looking around? That was in Pittsburgh, though. Okay. But you can't just hire random old heads either. That doesn't work. Well, it doesn't work. like that. No, you can't go random. You got to know him. Hey, Jerry Glanville just got hired. That's pretty uh, dope. (laughs) By the way, Brady, you are (laughs) – what? I heard it. Damn. I heard it. <laughs> I can't wait to see Lamar next Damn. week. Yeah, I heard it. We are Big bro's just gonna be chilling. Hey, he's gonna be chilling in his hoodie the whole time. <laughs> chilling in the hoodie. Yeah, I'm, gonna, but, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to get him going a little bit. We'll see. By mm. the way, Var, are you gonna do one of the shows with a blindfold on like you did I last might. year? I mean, this is in Vegas. I just might. <laughs> I'd, I'd be willing to bet on that. <laughs> Lee might be doing might. a show with a blindfold on for Jeez. all we know. <laughs> no, he's doing the one. He's doing the uh, the pirate the one. Eye. Yeah, yeah my he's eyes be able were to hurting. Bad. They were hurting. That's what bad. we should be. You know what we should do for our show at Radio Row? We should give out pirate patches mm-hmm. just for for the one eye trick. Yeah, that, that's a great call. The one eye yeah. trick. Yeah, the old. Well, yeah, uh, when you get two, yeah, we you are going to be in Vegas. Close one eye. It helps you. Yeah, navigate. Cyclops it. You know, anybody out there? <laughs> I mean, there's just a lot of ways to take that because we are going to be in Vegas, but, and it is going to still be party time while we're doing the show. So as we're walking around with our pirate patch on, we're going to give them the the one eye 
Sure. When uh, we were, did the draft in Vegas, I just remember walking through you thinking, I'm going to work, and people have just got lung darts in, playing slots, yeah. Yeah. drinking, just gambling. Started. And just thinking, like, something doesn't seem right here. And we're going to walk straight through all of that chaos during Super Bowl week in Mandalay Bay to get to where we need to do to do the show. It just feels like... I just hope nobody gets lost along the way. I'm just saying. There's a lot of temptations along the way. Lee? Uh, you know, just. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to hold, put put Lee on one of them kid leashes. <laughs> By the way, Lee, I'm calling it right now. <laughs> you don't have the balls to grab a drink on the way to the show in the morning. Oh, I thought days. you were thinking something else. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, mean, that is true. In Jonas's defense, Lee, you did do that in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, what, you did. What, they were providing the drinks. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, you know who Las Vegas <laughs> provides the drinks? Sit down at a slot sh- the slots machine for like five minutes. That is a good point. JMB straight. <laughs> just like Lee, Lee was in was, Ireland. It's like, I think, uh, you know, they were handing like, you know, some Guinness out. It was 11 a.m. start of the show. And then like somebody said, uh, like, we doing a shot. And Lee's like, yeah, no problem. Like just no just, problem. Just bellied right up to the table. And like, let's it is it Monday, out. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Now in Dublin, what time was that, though? 11 a.m. Oh, that's just Thursday. Yeah, that was, I mean, that wasn't you know, it was happy hour somewhere in the world. Yeah. But you I know, didn't. In, in Lee's world. I didn't want it. It was peer pressure. See, there you go. There you go, (laughs) Lee. So you succumb that easily to peer pressure? I didn't want it. I do. I didn't want it. By the way, I'm already getting nervous that we're not going to have coffee. For the morning oh, of the dude, shows. No, I'm just telling you, I've already, I've already started to think of The so problem is he wants, he no, wants hot coffee. Like, God forbid, yes. they tried to give he us drinks some, cold brew. Yes. Lee tried to give us some poisonous coffee, and it attracted some poison to, to, our, to our set. You guys and want then, me to bring Celsius? I mean, that will wake I mean, your ass yeah. up. Here's, yeah, well, all right, that's here, what you need. Here's what I'm thinking. You tell me if this is a bit much. All right. I'm thinking about bringing one pair of shoes so I can have room to put a thermos in my bag, so that way I can go the night before to a coffee spot, fill it in the thermos, it'll stay warm, and then I can give us piping hot coffee for three hours. While I think that's an amazing idea, Jonas, it sounds like you are a really, really old man. I just let you know, And we just transitioned from young man and ageism, and you are the one that brought up ageism. Can you imagine being an adult in Las Vegas and... Your big mission and concern is your bringing a thermos to go fill it up so you have hot coffee. That's like you don't think you could find that in Las Vegas we couldn't at last that time. hour. We couldn't last time. That's the problem. Come on, no, make we that weren't coffee. Lo- Let's go. We weren't looking the last I will, time. I will bet you as much money as you want to bet. We'll find you a hot cup of coffee before the show. Okay. Well, listen, uh, you heard it. You heard the man. It's going to happen. So that's a uh, little bit of a preview. Let's of what see. To we got to go downstairs at 2. It's not happening, man. They might be closed. E- even too. if I have to hire a professional to go <laughs> oh, well, find okay. this. All right. It might be. Hey, bro. If you're, whoa, whoa, closed. whoa. Easy, easy. I'm not talking like that. I'm just saying, like, even if I had to, like, outsource or I mean, Lee something. will help you find that professional yeah, that, that will go get that, that coffie for you. If you the promise, Lee, Lee may look like the professional half the time with that long hair. <laughs> wow. You're standing at the bar. I, give off the long I can guarantee you the help that the professional will not look like Lee when Lee goes with <laughs> <by, by laughs> They the look way, like me. Lee did say he was going to get his hair cut before uh, Vegas. Yeah, Wait, is that why? happening? Uh, I will get it done. I had, a, I had an appointment yesterday that I skipped out on. Hmm. Wait, how much you cutting off? 
Uh, I was on the fence about going short, but I think I'm going to keep the length and just clean it up. I was on the fence. I mean, here's the problem is you're going to be out in public. Last time we were out in public for a show, some guy walked about with longer hair oh, and you yeah. felt his Yeah, you can't yeah. do that. You, you got to keep going. Yeah. You might want to yeah. punt until after the, uh, after the Vegas show. Yeah, uh, for anybody Don't that cut wa- your hair. For, for the people that weren't there, which is basically everybody minus about 20 people at the graduate, uh, Lee got Dirk diggler in front of an entire room of people. <laughs> I mean, it was, it he was thought, bad. He thought he, he thought he was the uh, the only horse in town, and this guy walked through and threw his hair back, and it was like, damn, damn. that guy's got a head of hair. Damn. So it was a nice lettuce off there. At about it just was. The, it's almost like somebody wrote it in a script because Lee had just <laughs> took his hair out. You know, he put his head back. You know, his eyes were up to the sky. He was shaking it loose like it was in slow motion. Like, look at Lee shaking it out. And not no more than two, three minutes after Lee did it, this this little dude comes walking in, and his hair is down his back. And he brushed that thing. You could tell he takes time to brush that hair. And the first person to spot it was uh, LeVar, who had made his way by horse and buggy all the way across country to beat uh, to beat. With gout, graduate. <laughs> with gout and Lamar goes, he's got like Lee Pete. Thing. <laughs> he's got Lee Pete. <laughs> he looked around. He didn't he didn't know what was going on. We all pointed at Lee. He was like, oh, yeah, just shook his hair again before he walked off. <laughs> A little, a little something for the road. Take this one, Lee. Oh, man. Uh, so we'll get to see <laughs> all the that uh, going on. And, and, again, congratulations to Mike McDonald. Uh, gets a, a nice little deal with the Seahawks, and he takes over as head coach there. So there's that fun stuff. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. So we are going to have another edition of In Case You Missed It coming up later on this hour. We've also got Albert Breer is going to stop by Hour 3 of the program, and we close up shop with another edition of UNI you out it's all yours here as again we take you all the way up until 9 a.m eastern time six o'clock pacific but a surprising move in the nfl and it could be a bad look for one team and one situation in sports we'll tell you who that is that's next be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. You know, as the host of the number one rated Polly and Tony Fusco show, we get tons and tons of fan mail every day. Piles of it. In fact, Tony, why don't you open up one of those letters right now and read what's inside? Yeah, listen to this. Dear Polly and Tony, your sports takes are the dumbest and most well, terrible. Well, wait, not that wait, one. Wait, Open this other one. Dear Polly and Tony, you suck more than anyone. No, not that wait, one. Wait. Try this one. Dear Polly and Tony, you guys are the absolute best. There you go. At Coming up with the stupidest takes you know what, possible. Just you know what? Forget say. this. Just listen to the Folly and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, 
tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Hymns Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hymns has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex choose are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up 20 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. If you are a fan of bad ideas in the world of sports, somebody's got one. We'll get into the details on that for you again. Coming up again 20 minutes from now here on FSR. So uh, this came down yesterday. Very interesting. Probably a uh, sign of the times, if you will. But the Green Bay Packers and our friends who are listening statewide in Wisconsin on our fine affiliates out there, congratulations. You have a brand new defensive coordinator. His name is Jeff Halfley. And if that name sounds familiar, it's because he last coached Boston College to a win in the Fenway Bowl. And so he left his job as a head coach to be a defensive coordinator in Green Bay with the Packers. And according to some sources, the changing landscape of college football is a big part of the reason why, as the quote was said uh, in the article that came out yesterday, 
You know, he wants to go someplace where he can coach football again and not have to deal with all the other things that come along with college mm. football. So mm. there we go. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the reality of the sport right now. And I, I know Nick Saban did outright say it. I do wonder if things were different, if there was more structure for name, image, and likeness, if he would have kept coaching. I, I really do wonder that. I think so. I, 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 I lean that way, horrible. too. Yeah, you know, I'm not trying to put words in and, his yeah, mouth or play that so. game, but I mean, that, that's how I feel about it. I just this <clears throat> this this sport's so great, and it's such an awesome product. When you're in season, you forget about all of this, and then you get in the off season, and this is the unfortunate reality: is you're going to lose a lot of good coaches who just don't want to deal with any of this stuff anymore, and they get compensated as a position coach or as a coordinator at the NFL level. Basically the same as they're getting compensated as a head coach in college. And that's just the reality. You got to deal with a lot of different personalities. Like, it's one thing when a pro is making money because the structure is in place. It's already, you know, how that's handled has already been established. That, that infrastructure is in place. There is none in college football. And, and so you got to deal with all these rules gray areas with rules am i breaking breaking the rules am i not breaking the rules am i going to get this kid i mean is this kid going to stay is he making enough money it's just for all the things that coaches had to deal with before nil it's it's ramped up so much more you you now got guys that's like you know i don't really feel like working out that hard today like, think about that. That, that. That's happening at the college level. Oh, are you serious? I mean, yeah. think about it. Like, what? What? <laughs> the way it's structured right now, what's the punishment? Yeah, I don't. I don't really. Because like think about it, John. Anything they're being compensated is not pay for play. So, like, what, what are the coaches going to do other than suspend them or keep them out? Whatever. I mean, it, you could. It's a finable offense when you have a CBA, a collective bargaining agreement. You have a union. You have all these things that are negotiated because those are your working conditions. In this instance, technically, any NIL opportunity and money that's paid out doesn't have anything to do or isn't supposed to have anything to do with pay for play. So you don't feel like working out. You don't feel like, okay. Now you, that might, there might be a player conduct policy under the NIL. But it's not supposed to be the university or coaching staff that's dealing with that. Mm. It's the collective. So even then it becomes a gray area and it becomes a little bit hairy. The whole thing is crazy. It it really is if you look into it. It's a little crazy. Yeah, that I just the idea, and and we talked about this I think last year when this whole boom started happening and NIL and all that stuff went down. But the idea that you have to re-recruit your own players to sell them on the program you already sold them on so they don't leave you for somebody else is wild to me. Like that's It's like every year, not only do you have to focus on bringing in a new crop of talent and recruit them, you've got to resell your own guys or else somebody's going to come in and offer them whatever they're going to offer them and they're out. I, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I don't blame them. I always thought college coach, if, if I had a choice, if I had ever had the opportunity 
to be an NFL or a college coach. I would always prefer being a college coach just because the atmosphere, you go to those, you know, one of those college towns, it's awesome. You see stories like Kirk Ferentz in Iowa or anybody that's been in a place for a long time. And it's like, yeah, I, I understand why they stayed there and pushed back on the allure of going anywhere else. Nick Saban in Tuscaloosa, all that stuff. And now you're seeing... Look, this is the third time a head coach has taken a coordinator job elsewhere. I mean, you had the two guys who went to Alabama, one from South Alabama, the other one, I forget which one, but like you were like, that was your dream. You wanted to be a head coach and you just said, man, F this, I'll just go be a coordinator and, and make probably more money to go do this as opposed to having to deal with the crap that comes along with it. It's just wild yeah. that that's where we're at now. And I just wonder I what's, know, where, what's the... Where do we end up with all this? Is it only going to veer more? The we talk- schools, the, the government's going to have to get involved, honestly. The schools are going to have to be allowed to to handle what's going on with the athlete. And and they're going to have to start sharing. They're going, they're going to have to start profit sharing with the participants of of what, you know, TV money is being being paid for. You can't yeah. continue to expect the public, the fans, to be the one that funds that funds NIL and funds these athletes. It's it's now turned into pretty much a pro model, and you got to model it like you're paying pros, like you're you're giving guys jobs. They're going to have to do it, and there's no way around that. There's no way around. So it. the the next steps are this: there will most likely be a judgment in the state of California that will challenge the idea of student athletes being more than student athletes and becoming employees of the university. Um, there's, there's other legislation or excuse me, not legislation. There's other lawsuits that are out there that are, you know, in a variety of ways helping to shape this. So it's, it's not necessarily the federal government first. I think the courts will initially help create some more shape to this in regards to the university's ability to identify student athletes as employees if they if they see fit. And then I think eventually the federal government, probably after the election cycle, the presidential election, will then step in and most likely create some sort of frameworks or guidelines so there is the foundation for a, a CBA, uh, working conditions, um, a, a union, all those sorts of things. Uh, the biggest thing that stands in the way is Title IX. You know, if if you look at what's happening right now, what could happen with student athletes becoming employees, and I've said this all along, and I've never gotten a good answer for it, is Title IX is law, right? That that talks about the uh, equality for men and women in, in regards to scholarship opportunities. So for every you know m- you know male scholarship, there has to be a female scholarship. And what's interesting is if you pull away football, which is 85 full-ride scholarships, um, you then would have to look at the other sports that are provided at that institution and say, well, does that mean that they don't have to uphold the other 85 for women's sports? How does that work? Like, how is Title IX impacted by the potential for football to pull away or break off and become, where these student-athletes become employees of the university? So... That's still one of the the biggest hurdles, I think, that exists. I mean, even if you pulled away men's and women's basketball, since some people believe that they're revenue-generating sports, then what does it look like with football and men's and women's basketball pulled away? What happens to the rest of the Olympic sports and other sports at at institutions? Do they become club sports? 
Is there any sort of funding altogether? There's just there's a lot of questions that are yet to be answered. And I, I think there's some people who, who want to privatize it. They want to take all these college football teams and pull them together and create one big league, and they feel like they can find a private equity company to do it. Um, all right. I mean, maybe that has some legs to it. I mean, look at the Live Golf Tour. You know, they just threw a bunch of money at a bunch of professional golfers, and that, that seemed to be a, a way of creating their own tour. So, you know, I obviously don't have the answers. I don't know that anyone does right now, and there's not an urgency to do so only because when you look at the ratings, you see Ohio State, Michigan, or you see the semifinal and national championship games, everyone walks away and goes, well, we're healthy, right? The game's growing. It's becoming less regionalized, more nationalized. TV, you know, viewing, you know, the, the TV viewership's going up and, you know, all these leagues are making a ton of money. So, so no one's really feeling a sense of urgency to change it. But that day's rapidly approaching as I think the courts start to shape this whole thing in regards to student-athletes now becoming employees, in particular football. Jesus, man. I just, I just, <laughs> it's a lot. It's just like, it's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost to the point. I'm like, man, I, I almost just want to skip and get to, can we just get to spring games, like guessing attendance numbers at spring games and who's charging what and whether or not Ludacris is going to hand out condoms again in the yeah. spring game. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, can we just get back to the good old days of college The good football? old days yeah. with Luda. That's what I want. Just get back to the fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, it Ooh, is two Luke, pros and a He was handing out condoms? Is that what you said? Yeah, he handed out. I think, uh, Lee, can you fact check that? I want to make sure I don't uh, discredit the name of yeah, Ludacris here. There's a really here. good chance that uh, actually didn't happen. But I'm almost yeah. positive that part of what they were handing out at the spring game, uh, Georgia spring game, was uh, – some balloon animals, adult balloon animals, mm. if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Uh, do we have confirmation? Let's go live to oh. our balloon animal insider, Lee Delat, for the latest. Lee? Yes, among the uh, <laughs> the balloon animals uh, was alcohol. He was giving out alcohol and Ooh. condoms. <laughs> Listen. Real quick, LeVar, do you think those condoms will get used? <laughs> um, <laughs> just look, depends on what they're being used for. <laughs> right. <what> <laughs> Right. You know, those same college kids like we're talking about with NIL, they can be – they tend to be pretty creative, man. Feels yeah. like things have gotten very laissez-faire nowadays. Yeah. You know, well, you know that, those are the good old days. Themselves. The yeah. good old days of college football. And, uh, you know, this is appropriate. Take the mystery out of the meat aisle with GoodRanchers.com. Enjoy 100% American steakhouse-quality meat and seafood delivered straight Not to your true. door. Support local farms and enjoy $20 off plus free shipping with code America. GoodRanchers.com. American meat delivered so we've yeah. got another edition <laughs> of uh, american meat huh that's right mm-hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> by the way that stuff is fantastic it is it good is. It, it really is over. it is good two pros and a cup of joe here on fox sports radio lavar errington brady quinn jonas knox with you and yes coming up next here from these tire studios if you are a fan of bad ideas in the world of sports we've got a doozy for you it's right here on fsr be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty 
tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Well, that's ludicrous. That's right. Uh, two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. By the way, do you think he's made more money in his rap career or his uh, acting career? Rap's career. a hard one. No, I, I don't so? know, man. Not Fast and Furious. Uh, I don't know. There's been like, he was in all of them, There's too. been like 200 Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> he's made a lot of money, man. He's yeah, a good he actor, too. Yeah, he's yeah. done well. He was in Hustle and Flow, too. You remember? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Jonas does too. He remembers. Yeah, totally. You remember that one, Jonas? I mean, come on, that's my go-to. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, you watch that once a week, huh? For sure. Well, your answer is totally, probably. For sure, brother. It's uh, totally, dude. Two times a week, I watch that show. Too fast, too furious. Thank you, Mr. Trump. <laughs> Slap that! Oh, get him, dude. Say what you Slap want about that. that guy. He's got some Get great him. drop lines. Yes, he does. My wife sent me something yesterday about like our kids, and, and just how like they'll be like. 
This is. I'm just now hearing about this. I did not know this. <laughs> like, because our, our kids will say that to us all the time. They're like, "What? You never told me." I'm just uh, now hearing about this. <laughs> there, there's a, uh, there's a gif of him, like responding to a reporter, just saying, "Who cares about something that's so yeah. funny, man?" Uh, but you know, you don't want to. You know, people get very sensitive. Oh, they're so name. sensitive. Yeah. God, very you, sensitive. Got to be careful. Uh, that's but, why you got to have lotion uh, available. That's so right. No, <laughs> so, no, please don't. Yeah. Start that. Uh, no, that's top of next hour. Yeah, which uh, also, true. by the way, top of next hour, which is a little over twelve minutes from now, we are going to talk about somebody who made a decision that surprised some people, but they've got their reasons, and we will get into the, what those reasons are again a little over twelve minutes from now from the TireRack dot com studios. A reminder, though, that shortly after our show, our podcast will be going up. So if you've missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the pod. Just search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lead Delap. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Jonas. Good morning, Brady. Good morning, LaVar. Good morning. Guys, in case you missed this, the NBA and the NBA PA have finalized plans. Hey, Brady. Have finalized plans to hold the draft. The NBA draft, that is, across two days in June. The first round taking place at the Barclays Center on June 26th. The second round the following day in Manhattan on June 27th. Boy, we need that. Tell you. You know, the NBA draft is such a such a stellar broadcast. We got to get two nights of that crap. <laughs> you got to be kidding me, man. I think I actually said this over in my notes, too. Like, it dwindles in comparison to the NFL draft. And so I was kind of like, well, what's what's the point here? Just because they literally can't eat up that portion of the year with TV? I think uh, at Adam Silver made the point. Like, he referenced Draymond Green and somebody else as to one of the reasons why, you know, the second round matters. And it's like, yeah. nobody's saying the second round doesn't matter, but... Nobody's also saying that anybody watches the second round. Like, it's just like after the first, well, after the lottery, like, we don't know who a lot of these guys are. They, the biggest issue with basketball, to your point about that, is there is zero time spent in college to build up their brand. In, in football, these players have to be in college three years, or I should say, they have to be three years removed from high school. Mm-hmm. So they have to spend time in college where they're co branded with a big brand. So they play for maybe your favorite school. They play for a big school. You see them on a, na- a national stage. <clears throat> and, and from there, then they go off to this huge NFL event called the Combine. There's the Senior Bowl, which is going on this week. You have all of those elements that are at play. The NBA, it's like no one knows who's playing in college. Half the players are coming from Europe. There's not much transparency to the NBA Combine. It's not the same as the NFL Combine and, and the excitement around it. The entire process isn't built for the NBA to allow these players to go from being household names in in college to being household names in the NBA right away. It's just it's not built that way. They've got to change their entire model. I don't know. Last time anybody was really excited about a player coming out of college, it was Zion, and they fat shamed him when he got to the NBA. It's yeah, like, just because he blew out a shoe. He blew up the shoe. I should have <laughs> known. It wasn't explosive power. It was ex- 
explosive weight. And he still and he still signed with Nike. <laughs> Blew out of Nike and still signed with them because they probably had to overpay to uh, to get him back. But uh, what else we got, Lee? Guys, in case you missed this, an update in the morbid story of the Kansas City Chiefs fan whose friends froze to death in his backyard. He is reportedly checked into rehab. Jeez. So they were just smashed beyond belief and didn't even realize they were just walking to their end, huh? I mean, uh, so what happened here? So following <laughs> week 18. You didn't 18, hear this story? I, I, I'm still a bit foggy as to what really went on here. So following week 18, a Kansas City Chiefs fan and his friends were hanging out at his house watching the game. He, according to him, went to bed and his three of his uh, friends went out to watch the game out in the backyard and froze to death. There's they, a lot of unanswered questions. Did still. they try? Yeah, they, they, they ruled they're, out they're, homicide. There's speculation. There's a lot of drugs involved. Yes. I, I believe is. Yeah. Did they try and get into the house and he locked him out? The potentially. Fr- n- uh, potentially. That well, it's not like you can ask him. I mean, but. yeah. Uh, I th- Go ahead. Jeez, Jonas. I was gonna say it wasn't that remote either. There's other houses around, aren't there? Yeah. yeah in this fact, the neighbor saw them coming in with two thirty racks of beer. <laughs> but, Lee, Lee was quick to point out the artillery they were bringing like, why in. Why wouldn't they just go somewhere else? Well, all, well, they why apparently they just were stay somewhere inside the house. That. Yeah. This, 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 he had left them in the living room when he said he went to bed. This doesn't add up. There's something that's weird about Again, this. Again, why wouldn't they just stay inside the house? Man, you know someone from Netflix is like hitting them oh, up right now God, following yeah. all of this. They're, uh, they're still awaiting toxicology reports on their, you know, so there's that we could find. Some I'm going to guess it's out. not clean. That'll be my guess here. Yeah. I don't know if it's just the 30 racks. We'll just say that. We don't know. I mean, not to uh, oh, dive too deep into now. it, but one of yeah. the uh, the three deceased was a licensed pharmacist. Uh, pharmacist. Oh, well, geez. And so they were going to work to get and, it done. And another was- one had had uh, a legal uh, reputation for substance to abuse. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you know, that's something. Uh, that's that's a real uh, commitment to your team. Hey, Lee, what do we got next? All yeah. right. Yeah, let's, let's miss this. Let's in case we Speaking miss this. Speaking of 30 racks, yeah. uh, guys, in case you missed this, uh, Georgia home field advantage might get better. They're going to be selling cold beer. They're the 13th yeah. SEC school to approve the selling of alcohol, right. leaving Auburn as the lone holdout. I just assumed that Georgia already sold alcohol. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, uh, go dogs. I mean, uh, this, uh, you know, they finally got around to it. They finally got with the times. Cold beer at the stadium. Like, I just, I thought, I thought we were past that a couple years ago. The majority of teams in college football were, were already doing this. But yeah, there we go. George is now going to sell uh, cold beer. Tennessee averages $475,000 per game in sales of just beer alone. You know what? I think wow. it's a Georgia beer, if I'm not mistaken. You know, it's a good beer. It's called Sweetwater. I think it's a George. I think it's a pale ale. It's right down Brady's uh, alley. Like you'd be a big. That's fan not of, true. Uh, Sweetwater. Pretty not good. Sure. It wouldn't be down uh, Lee's alley. Why not? Oh, <laughs> because well, it's a pale well, ale. He yeah. drinks almost anything. <laughs> that is true, know? Lamar. Well, that's, that's a great point. point. <laughs> it's actually true. I don't like pale ale. You don't like blondes either. <laughs> I don't like blondes. Yeah, like yeah Sweetwater, exactly. Atlanta, Georgia. I like dark Sweet roasts. Water. By the way, did I did yeah, I did I tell you what? Uh, like stouts. <laughs> I do like. There's stouts. a uh, there's there's a priest at my church. He's from Ireland. I was talking to him like probably about like a month ago, and he was. I was telling him, yeah, we went to Ireland. He goes, you know what we call a Guinness back in Ireland? And I was like, oh, what do you call it? He goes, 
a blonde in a dark dress. I thought, that's really well done. And nobody there in Ireland gave us that tidbit. I had to get it from a priest, a Catholic priest, when we got back home. So how's that little trip back to Ireland? How about that? You like that? No. No no blondes in a dark dress, really, though, apparently. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, oh. 